good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? That rock that we worship, of course, is the Lord Jesus Christ as well, because he's the one we anchor our lives to. Our scripture reading for today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 1. What my attempt is going to be in the next several days leading up to the Christmas season is to uh, have some uh, pointed meditations as it regards the incarnation of Christ. The word incarnation, of course, is a word that simply means in flesh, uh, when the infinite took on the finite. Uh, it's a very simple statement in Scripture. It is a it is a statement from John's Gospel, chapter 1, for today that is so simple, but yet it's so profound. And it's so meaningful to those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in John chapter 1 and verse 14, And the Word became flesh. Let's just meditate on that today, will we? Come along with me now and let's think about this for a few moments. In other words, the Word became human uh, as ordinary as any of us. In fact, Hebrews tells us that he did not take on him the form of angels, but rather he took on him the seed of Abraham, that he took on literal flesh. Uh, the word became flesh. Uh, it sounds simple, and then when you figure out what the word is, it becomes simply staggering and astonishing in what it means. John started out his epistle, or excuse me, his gospel, when he wrote in chapter 1 and verse 1, uh, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You're not really told what that Word is until you get all the way down into verse 14, when it says that the Word became flesh. Now, it's very interesting. Uh, you may have had it explained to you before. But the vocabulary term word, when it says in the beginning was the word, uh, in English, that's very broad. It could refer to one word. It could refer to a multitude of words. In Greek, it's a little bit more specific. In the Greek, if you want, in the original uh, writing of the gospel, if you wanted to refer to a single word, uh, then you would use rhema. That is the word, rhema. That's just a reference to a single word. If you wanted to refer to a whole bunch of words, a message, if you will, it would be the word logos. Logos is a reference to uh, a whole collection of words, like a sermon, for instance. As a matter of fact, when the Latin Vulgate, the Latin scriptures were written back in the 400s, late 300s, early 400s, uh, when uh, the scripture was being translated from the original Greek into Latin, uh, the word that was used was not uh, werbo, which means individual word in Latin, it's the word sermo, from which we get our English word sermon. Now, why am I belaboring that? The reason is, folks, is because I want you to be astonished today and be remarkably set back on your heels 
because the Word, the whole Sermon of God, everything He wanted to communicate about Himself, everything the Father wanted you to know about Himself and His great plan for redemption, all of His grace, all of His truth, all of His self-disclosure to the human race, all of that is summed up in the Word made flesh. John really fills in the blanks for us. He starts with the timelessness of the existence of the Word. You remember? In the beginning. Literally, it reads this way. In beginning, from the beginning, was the Word. Then he connects the timeless Word with God. In the beginning, the Word was with God, and the Word was God literally divine. Then John relates the divine word to creation. He says in verse 3 of chapter 1, through him everything is made, I paraphrase. Through him all things were made. But that's not all. The word is also the source of every breath that we draw. The Bible says that this person, this human Word, this human divine word, literally is the one who gives light into every human soul that makes us sentient beings, that gives us an immortal soul that will live forever. All of that comes from the word made flesh. From the beginning, before there was even time, from all of eternity, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind, the scripture says in verse 8. And the word indeed is actually unconquerable, John says. The light shineth in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Um, All of this is really big as we meditate on the Advent time of year and on the amazing preparation that God made for the human race to know him, the extraordinary word that became flesh, the one who spoke all things into existence, the one in whom there would be nothing that is that exists without him, uh, willingly humbled himself and brought himself, the infinite, to be born into the finite in order that he might live an ordinary life such as you and I live right now. The timeless life-giving creator became as us. Now, how does that work? I don't know. I'm not God. I couldn't explain it to you. It remains something that's a mystery that will be revealed one day in eternity. But the fact that God came in flesh, this is something especially amazing this Advent time of year. Uh, When the Word became flesh, the glory of the Father in heaven became visible in a brand new way. Uh, Hark the Herald Angel sings one of my favorite uh, Christmas carols. says, Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, uh, hail the inter- the uh, incarnate deity. He's veiled in flesh, but yet we've seen his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Lord, the only one, the only unique being who was God and man. How wonderful is that? And he came 
He came in such a poor way, in an ordinary way, in a way that was not born in a palace. He was not born in purple drapings. He was not born with all of the riches of this world. He wasn't even born with those that were notorious or famous. Uh, He wasn't even, his birth wasn't even announced to the famous people. It was announced to poor shepherds in the field. Um, Just imagine the shining human being that displays the glory of God in all that he does, full of grace and truth. How wonderful is that? And you know what? He did that for you. He did it because he knew you needed a Savior. He knew you needed a Redeemer. He knew that there was no other way that you might have right standing with our Father in heaven. And he came. Lord, If I were to speak to him even today, you are the word of God. Uh, Thank you for taking on this flesh. I'm staggered by that. Thank you for your sacrifice on my behalf. God bless you today as you meditate on this when the word became flesh. God bless you today. Meditate on this truth. Thank God 